Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look. Up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane! It's the Riley and Kimmy Show! Hello out there. The Wayback Machine, my incomparable invention for traveling through time, has been set... Which direction are we heading, Mr. Peabody? South, Sherman. Specifically, Florida. The Wayback took us way back instantly. That's right, and we are in Central Florida. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me is... Kimmy! I got one name! Kimmy! This is the Riley and Kimmy Show, a Saturday cartoon alternative show. We try to, uh, you know pay tribute to the day of, uh, well, when they used to have cartoons on Saturday morning Mm -hmm. on the networks, right? Mm -hmm. And and basically, nobody does that anymore. It's totally gone. By the way, we have a tribute on our website, RileyandKimmy.com, that lists, you can pick the year, it's on our links, of uh, television. Let's say you want, well, what was on Saturday mornings on 1975? Uh, It'll pull it up. What all the networks had Mm. at that any given hour. Cool. And I think it goes back to 1959 or 58. Okay. And, and goes, you know, into 2000. So you can be entertained for a long time there. Yeah. That's pretty cool, right? Uh-huh. Now, we are just hours away. If you listen to this episode, the day it's uploaded, a Saturday, we are just hours away from a really big collectible show, a big comic book collectible show that is in Central Florida. And Kimmy, I'm going to be on the lookout for one of these. Colonel Steve Austin, the $6 million man. Urgent. Your mission is to capture the spy. Quick, into the rocket. And Kenner's six million dollar man bionic transport and repair station. Switch rockets to full power. Hey, something's wrong. The rocket's crashing. Colonel Steve Austin's hurt. Get him into the repair station. We'll have to check him out. Yeah, we can rebuild him. Check all bionic systems. Arm readout faulty. Replace modules. Any head injuries? No damage here. Stage computer readout A-OK. Operations a success. Check bionic eye. A-OK. Let's test his strength. Can he lift the engine block? Did it. Let's get the spot. There he is. I see him. I surrender. New bionic transport and repair station sold separately. The $6 million man, new from Kenner. Yeah, Kimmy, I am looking. I do have the $6 million man also, but I'm actually looking for a very good version one. I have a version two. I had a version one. Somebody took my version one unauthorized. Also, my Jamie Summers unauthorized. And my bionic transport Mm. unauthorized. And I want that bionic transport Mm. back. Uh, I am hoping a vendor or two will have that at an upcoming toy show we will be attending. Um, especially a good friend of to the Riley and Kimmy show. His name's Ed, Ed Tucker from Jacksonville. He uh, really is into the $6 million man, Bionic Woman, also G.I. Joe, the, you know, the real G.I. Joes, I call them the real ones, the, the 12-inch ones, and other uh, collectibles of the 60s and 70s. 
Uh, hopefully he will find one of those or mm-hmm. possibly one of our other good friends like a Carousel's Collectibles or one of the others like Pop Culture Playground. One of those vendors might, you know, track that down. I'd like to find that. I'd love to have that transport. Mm-hmm. And it was actually kind of cool. It would open up like an operating table and you had, you know, wires and things and it had like an x-ray and all kinds of electronic gadgetry mm. that, and, and a magnifying glass and all this stuff. And you lay, you know, Steve Austin down on it. Or then you, or you could fold it up. It, it would it would fold up into a rocket ship. Oh, yeah! And you could have your adventure, your space adventure. You know, Steve Austin adventure. Uh huh. So I really kind of like to find that thing. Hmm. I had many hours of fun with that. Okay. So be on the lookout for that one, Kimmy. You All know, right. Have your bionic eye looking for that. And maybe some other things too. Okay. Of course. Uh, of course. That's right. And that big event is just around the corner in Daytona Beach, Florida. And that's the uh, Daytona Beach comic book toy collectible show. Now, Kimmy, some other items that are hitting the collectible scene that I don't know if this character, this personality, this famous person's material will be there, but it's something to be on the lookout for, especially now that uh, there's going to be added attention to this celebrity. Elvis has left the building. But he has not left the post office. According to ABC, this summer the king of rock and roll will be making a return appearance on postage stamps. The United States Postal Service announced that Elvis Presley will be on a forever stamp as part of its Music Icon series. Now the artwork for the new stamp will be released at a later date. The Postmaster General said in a statement, Elvis is a natural addition to our music icon series. His life and talents are an incredible story, spanning from his humble beginnings in a Tupelo, Mississippi two-room home to becoming one of the most legendary performance artists of the 20th century. Elvis Presley's work continues to resonate with millions the world over, unquote. Now, the stamp will be released coming up on August 12th with a first day of issue dedication ceremony to be held at Memphis Graceland, as part of Elvis Week festivities. Now, Kimmy, what year did Elvis Presley pass away? 1977? That's correct. And when did he first appear on a U.S. postage stamp? 1995. 1993. And he will be joining fellow musicians whom? What other musicians? That's what I was going to ask you. What other Who music- else is, uh, I don't know, the Beatles? Well, the, this is the group. Uh, group. This is the ones that are on the uh, Music Icon series that began in 2013. Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. Lydia Mendoza, Ray Charles, Janis Joplin, and Jimi Hendrix is the ones that are on the list so far. Mm. So there you go. Uh, that's something to check out, be on the lookout for. And, you know, it, we're getting closer and closer to the big anniversary of Elvis and stuff. So uh, that will be, you know, something to possibly add to your collection, you know, and maybe you'll be able to find some Elvis collectibles. There were Elvis action figures dolls that were made over the course of time. Mm. Um, They could possibly be at the Daytona Beach comic book convention. It's a toy convention. I have to stress, this isn't just comic books. And I, because, you know, let's face it, some people, you go, uh, comic book show, they go, oh, comic books. But this is a toy show. And there's some people with toys, oh, toys. This is pop culture. This is, this is history. And there will be new things there, too. I guarantee there will be a vendor or two or three or however many that will have pop vinyls and things like that. Mm-hmm. There'll be a lot of fun new stuff and a lot of fun memories available for purchase. 
Kimmy, you have the details of the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. What's going on tomorrow, Sunday, June 7th? Well, it's going to be at the Embry-Riddle ICI Center on South Clyde Morris Boulevard. And it's going to start at 10 a.m. and go till 5 p.m. And admission is only five dollars and that's only if you're a you know 13 and above if you're 12 and under you get to get in free free there's going to be random door prizes given away all day long and about two o'clock there's going to be a costume contest with 300 dollars in prizes dressing up in costumes playing city games Hiding out in treetops, shouting out rude names. But no uh, shouting out rude names, I guarantee you No, that. no, no, no. I'll be one of the judges, uh, along with uh, the king of B-movies, Joel D. Winecoop. Woohoo! That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you guys are in a difficult situation. How, how are you going to choose? How am I going to pick? I don't I, know. I, I don't know. That's going to be a tough one for you guys. Yeah. There's going to be over 100 tables selling comics and toys, magazines, trade paperbacks, records, collectibles, games. Wow. Anything, you know, tons of stuff. Um, as you said, memories, childhood memories. That's right. And and new things. New That's and, right. New, new things to add. Creative things. Yes. It's going to be so cool. There's going to be guests there. People that you can meet. People that maybe you've seen walking on TV. You're kidding me. Are you talking Walkers about The Walking Dead? From The Walking Dead. Oh, get out of here. Who's going to be there? Chris Harrelson, Stephen Vining, and Tim Proctor will be there. Oh, boy. Chance to meet some people from AMC's The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. There'll also be some artists there. Austin Janowski, DC and Marvel artist Tom Lyle, artist Jim Fern, Jesse Hansen, writer and editor Roland Mann, inker Jeff Whiting, and some authors and more creators and writers and artists and um, vendors from, wow, all over the state. It's going to be a fun time. I including mean, including one of your favorite oh, who's that? vendors from one of your favorite little shops. Oh, who's that? Oh, are you talking and about? And I say little. Uh, it's not it's, little. It's, it's not little. Uh, he's got over 25,000 items in that store at any given time. Carousel's Collectibles will That's be right. there. Yes, and uh, Jim will be there. Terry will be there as well. Terry will have a, a table, I believe, uh, sports items, sports uh, memorabilia, and things like that. It, the two of them are fun to check out and talk to. Uh, by the way, vendors will also be there to help you with uh, buying, selling, and trading. Maybe you have a, a lot of items that... Maybe you, maybe somebody unfortunately passed away and you're like, and they got collectibles and things, or you think that are collectible, but you're not quite sure. And let's face it, you don't want to deal with online auctioning. You're like, eh, that could be a pain. And it can be. It, it can be easy, or if you get it down to a system where you know what you're doing and you can you can handle that part. But if you got a lot of stuff, it can be a pain in the butt. Even if you got a, some small stuff, but they're big, it can be a pain in the butt because you know you gotta you gotta weigh it, you gotta pack it, you gotta mm -hmm. get what the postage is gonna be exactly. You gotta deal with inquiries, and you gotta kind of have an idea of what the value of the thing is. And it's you know yeah to me, mm -hmm. eh, not worth it. That That's part. a chore. Mm -hmm. That's right, not worth it. But these guys deal with that kind of stuff all the time. Yep. Uh, you know, Carousel's Collectibles is one. Others, Pop Culture Playground, also our good friend Ed Tucker there with his his booth. 
uh, you can just come up to our thing and say, where's this Ed guy? We'll, we'll point you to him. Mm-hmm. And there's so many others like that that can help you. So if you have a lot of things, they can, you know, they can go on site. I, I guarantee that they can, they can do that part. Or you, if you got smaller, you know, you know how the antique road show works where people bring in things. You can do that with this show. You can bring it in and you can trade it right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the one vendor doesn't want it, has no need for it, can't deal with it. It's not their thing, but there should be somebody there who can. Mm-hmm. They'll go, hey, 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 I want that doll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I want that comic book. If you have comic books, vintage magazines like Time, like Look, like Life, there, there might be some people interested in that stuff. Sure. You know, so, you know, bring it. Bring it right to the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. And if you have any of those old dynamites or bananas, just bring them to the Riley and Kimmy show table. Oh, I forgot about those. The dynamites and uh, the bananas. Totally yeah, yeah. forgot Just about Just bring those. them to us. We want to see them. <laughs> yeah, let us have first pick. You know? <laughs> and all oh, oh, this, guys, I'm not trying to make any vendors mad. If you got a treasury editions or limited editions, there are a few I'm looking for. There are a few. I al- I have almost it filled up that, that, you know, but there is a couple there. And maybe you might have that. You, know, you can swing on by and say hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can talk. And there's one other. Because my good friend Joe Peace, uh, with a who's a comic book dealer, uh, he did not have this one when I attended his recent comic book show. Shame on you, Joe. I'm, I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm looking for Dracula Lives number one. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am looking for that. My collection does need that. I almost have that one sealed up as well too so yeah you can bring by us you know um you know hey vendors i'm just yeah yeah come on (laughs) go to them and check them out all of them you will have a good time these are people that i guarantee you that are not going to hose you that's one thing too it's going to be a fun event Mm -hmm. uh and you have plenty of time to shop to look to take your time it's not like being at a huge convention when i say huge like san diego comic-con dragon con megacon any one of those uh florida supercon they are they are big and they and they're great those shows are but to me they're kind of hard to buy collectibles of yesteryear and to take my time especially comic books i don't know how comic book dealers can actually be be in those places because it's just a volume of people moving around and everything it's just hard to you know, to actually take your time and, and look for stuff. Mm-hmm. And this place you can. Tom and Jake have a fantastic show. And a big thank you to Tom and Jake for inviting the Riley and Kimmy show there. They provided a table to us. You can't miss us. I guarantee that. You will not miss me. I will be a freak show that day. I guarantee it. Tomorrow I am a freak show. Uh, stop by our, our table and become part of the Riley and Kimmy show. We'll be recording an episode right there and then. And mm-hmm. we'd love to have you part of it. Right, Kimmy? Yes. And also, by the way, uh, the comic book certification service, CBCS, will be there. That is official grading service, a grader, sales rep there, also taking submissions, witnessing books being signed, and answering questions. And uh, don't have to worry about leaving to feed yourself or a family member. Somebody says, I'm hungry. Hey, no excuses to leave. Concession stand available with food, drinks right on site. You can even do some good for someone else. There's a raffle for charity that day. Excellent. Um, for a benefit raffle for baby Ariel, who has a rare brain disorder. You can help raise money for a van with wheelchair lift capability. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And a lot of fine things have been donated uh, for that. We have a list uh, available right through the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention's website. And we have that link right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. So please make uh, make plans to go to the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. By the way, stop by and see one of our friends to the Riley and Kimmy show. That is artist Austin Janowski. Ask him about his Punisher bear. 
ask him about the Punisher Bear sketch that he has. Hmm. And I think, I hope, he better be, Austin, you better be, uh, I hope he's brought some prints of mm-hmm. this because I want to add that that Punisher Bear to my wall. Mm. It's it's really cute. It's cool. And he is gifted. And uh, I'm not just saying because he's a friend of ours. I uh-huh. mean, he is very gifted. Please stop on by Austin's uh, table and say hi to him and all the other artists. Add some art to your life. It could be a perfect gift for Father's Day. And you can find out more about this event right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. Kimmy, being a Saturday morning cartoon thing, I thought we'd go to maybe a superhero. He did make it to Saturday morning cartoons at one time. Oh, that, you know, after that movie, the Flash Gordon movie, the, uh, you know, the resurgence of Flash, or at least the attempt to do that, he did end up on TV Saturday morning cartoons. I bet you didn't even watch those, did you? Mm-mm. No, I did. I loved them. NBC aired those. But I was a big fan of Flash Gordon already because I was aware of him from the comic strips because way back I, you know, delved into that world and also because of the golden age of radio. And by the way, all comic book fans of today who love Alex Ross have to love Flash Gordon because Alex Ross loves Flash Gordon, the movie, um, you know, where the queen thing comes from. Uh, matter of fact, it influenced him in so many ways with his art. And if you get the uh, special DVD release that came out of uh, probably three, four years ago of Flash Gordon, you weren't happy with me for getting that, but I got it because it had a, a special print by Alex Ross of Ming, did it not? Mm-hmm. And that is right here in our bat cave and uh, that's posted well we're going to focus on flash gordon and the golden age of radio for those who don't know flash gordon did influence other science fiction and other superheroes that's right give me other superheroes comic book heroes flash gordon was an influence now he was a hero of science fiction adventure and a science fiction adventure comic strip originally drawn by Alex Raymond. It was first published back in 1934, January 7th of 1934. The strip was inspired by and created to compete with whom, Kimmy? What other big sci-fi fantasy character? Buck Rogers. That's right, who we featured on a previous episode. He was created to combat the, you know, the, the audiences or take them away or to attract them uh, to him. Now, Flash Gordon is regarded as one of the best illustrated and most influential of American adventure comic strips. Flash Gordon was also an influence on early superhero comic characters. Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster based Superman's uniform of tights and cape on costumes worn by Flash Gordon. They also based it on circus performers as well, but they did on Flash Gordon. And by the way, in the Superman uh, TV series. The first episode with George Reeves, where it deals with Krypton, the the uh, Kryptonian Council is wearing Flash Gordon costumes from the Flash Gordon movie serials. Jor mm. Jor El and the entire cost, uh, you know, the Council are wearing Flash Gordon costumes. Mm-hmm. Also, another person influenced Bob Kane's drawing of Batman on the cover of Detective Comics number twenty seven. The first appearance of Batman was based on a 1937 Alex Raymond drawing of Flash Gordon. Hmm. Major influence. Dennis Neville modeled the comic hero Hawkman. Hawkman's costume on the Hawkmen characters of Raymond's Flash Gordon comic strips. So many influences. A major impact to the world of comic 
comic dumb, comic strips, comic books, also uh, science fiction movies and fantasy films, and books throughout time since he made his debut. And what we're going to do right now, Kimmy, is go back in time to the first radio episode. This is, I mean, this is a long time ago. Please be forgiving with it because when it was recorded, it was not recorded with today's technology. It wasn't even recorded with technology of 35 years ago, meaning analog tape or anything. This was recorded in the good old days when they used something sort of like a record player. And it was a little more complicated than that to do. And it was very rare for these recordings to be done. These shows were done live, generally one, uh, one time for one coast and then another time for the other coast. So this was recorded. We don't know how it survived, but it did. And it's a good thing that it did because we have it today to listen to as a history piece. But also it is fascinating because this is the golden age of radio when all the sound effects were done live, all the music elements done live. There was no pre-recording, Kimmy, none of it hmm. at all. All these elements, when you hear this done, has to be done on time. Everything has to hit and be exact for the network. Everything had to be exact. And if you find that you like what's called old-time radio, golden age of radio, right here, this example of Flash Gordon, be sure to check out a friend of the Riley and Kimmy show. It's WGN Radio Theater Chicago. And that is with radio host Carl Amari. He has over 100,000 classic radio shows in his library. He has CD and digital downloads available of shows like this. So many two uh, different types, you know, detective shows, adventure shows, action, comedies, romance. Oh, so many, 100,000 more than available. And we have a link to WGN Radio Theater right on our website, RileyandKimmy.com. Right now, we're going back to April 27th, 1935. The episode is called On the Planet Mongo. Here's Flash Gordon on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Presenting for the first time in radio, the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon and Dale Arden. These thrilling adventures come to you as they are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. The Comic Weekly, now printed in 32 tabloid-sized pages, each page in full four colors, is distributed everywhere as a part of your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Racing high above the earth, comfortably seated in a giant airliner, Flash Gordon, internationally famous athlete, looks admiringly across the aisle at Dale Arden, the lovely young companion of his air voyage. The minds of both are intent on the terrible destruction which for many months has been approaching the earth with terrific speed. The new planet hurtling through space directly in the path of the earth. Suddenly there's a violent jar. The plane lurches into a spinning nosedive. Flash Gordon's trained muscles carry him across the aisle to the frightened girl. He gathers her in his arms and leaps free of the falling plane. And pulling the ripcord of his parachute, glides to Earth. Don't be frightened, Dale. The plane has crashed, but we're safe. Yes, thanks to you. Hold fast. We're landing now. Careful. Easy. There. Are you all right, Dale? Yes. Good, good. Oh, look, Flash. There's a round steel tower. Where can we be? Why, why, that's the laboratory of the great scientist, Dr. Hans Zarka. Why, he's coming this way. I'll call him to help us. I, I hope you'll pardon us for breaking in on you so unceremoniously, Doctor, but you see, we had to bail out. I know you for what you are, spy. Come to steal my secret. But I have the answer to that. 
Come with me. Put that gun away, Professor Zarkov. The man is mad, Dale. We'll have to humor him. All right, Professor. All right. We'll come with you. Get down this ladder into this tower. Down, I say. All right. All right. There, now. We are in my rocket ship. And in ten seconds, we will be on our way to the new planet. We will all die. Die for science. <laughs> rocket ship is rushing away from the Earth with the speed of light, right into the path of the new planet. Hold tight, Dale. We'll escape somewhere. To the new planet. <laughs> to the new planet. We three will save the Earth. Dr. Zarka, there's still time to bring your rocket ship out of the path of the new planet. No, no, no. <laughs> what, what will you gain for science if we're all killed in the crash? I know who you are, Flash Gordon, the world's greatest athlete. But your train strength will not save you. Only my mind, the mind of Zarkov, the scientist, can save you. Can save any human soul upon the earth. Be careful, Flash. He's reaching for the controls. Stand aside, Dr. Zarkov. <laughs> Feel it. The gravitation pull of the new planet. We crash in five seconds. The ship hit the planet. Dr. Zarkov and Dale are thrown from the rocket ship unconscious. Flash is thrown clear of the wreckage and lands on his feet uninjured. He rushes to the side of the unconscious girl, picks her up, and starts to carry her toward the distant towers of a city on this weird new planet. Suddenly, strange soldiers armed with ray guns appear, and capturing Dale and Flash, force them to come with them to the throne room of Ming the Merciless, Emperor of Mongol and Supreme Ruler of the Universe. Exalted means, most merciless majesty of Mongol, supreme ruler of all the peoples of the new planet, thy slave to Lucy. Slaves, sing forward the earth people. Thy slaves obey, O Ming the merciless. Take your hands off me. I'm no slave. I'll meet your emperor as a free man and an equal. <laughs> so, Earthman, you are a free man and my equal. Throw him to the red monkey man in the arena. I would be forced with this free man, my equal. There is thy freedom, earth man. Now you go into the arena to meet the red monkey man of Mongo. Don't worry, Dale. Emperor Ming, I'll show you that I, a free man from the earth, am more than a match for your brainless red monkey man. Flash reaches the bottom step leading to the arena. He leaps and swings at the nearest red monkey man. Then, grasping the falling man-beast under the armpit, Flash whirls him around as a flail, knocking the others in all directions. Emperor Ming, fearing that his monkey men will all be killed, orders his soldiers to destroy Flash with their ray guns. In the midst of the confusion, Princess Aura, the beautiful young daughter of Emperor Ming, calls to Flash. Quick, brave man, this way, here to my balcony. Flash leaps to the royal balcony and joins the gorgeously jeweled princess, who commands the slaves to keep back, while she takes Flash through a secret door and into a passage leading to a private elevator. The two get in, and Aura closes the door and presses the switch. Who are you, beautiful maiden? I am the Princess Aura, only daughter of Ming the Merciless. Princess, I owe you my life. You are brave and handsome and strong. 
must not die so young. I have never seen anyone like you as men. Where I come from, Princess, there are many stronger men and better looking. But tell me, Princess, where are you taking me? I am taking you to the private landing frames of my own rocket cars. There you will be safe. We have arrived, this man. Get in this rocket car. No one can harm you here. But, Princess, hurry, I don't... Hurry, hurry. But, Princess Ada, how am I to rescue the Earth girl? They are That is why you are in my private rocket car, Earth man. Why, what do you mean? Bail Arden shall never be rescued by you. The princess, As I... for you, Earthman, you shall love me or die. Meanwhile, back in the palace, Emperor Ming is talking with Dale Arden. Your companion, Flash Gordon, has escaped, but not for long. My men will soon capture him. What are you going to do with me, Emperor Ming? You are pleasing to me, Earth Woman. You will become my wife. Never! I don't love you! We men of Mongo have no human traits, no love, no mercy, no kindness. Whether you love me or not makes no difference. You shall become my wife as soon as the ceremony can be arranged. Your Majesty, look into the spaceograph. Our city is being bombarded by the space gyros of the lion men. The lion men order the entire space fleet to the attack. terrific battle which takes place between Emperor Ming's space fleet and the gyros of the Lion Men, the attacking gyros are driven off. The rocket ship in which Flash Gordon has been held captive is destroyed, and Flash is thrown to the ground unconscious. He opens his eyes to find himself staring up into the great bearded face of Thun, Prince of the Lion Men. Thun lets his great sword fall as he sees Flash Gordon's white skin. Who art thou, white-skinned youth? Speak. Answer me before I cleave thy white body in pieces. Art thou a new kind of soldier of Ming the Merciless? I am the sworn enemy of that fiend Emperor Ming of Mongo. He has captured a girl who is from the earth like myself. I live only to rescue her. An earth man, thou sayest. Yes. And an enemy of Ming the Merciless. That's right. Tell me, are you friend or enemy? I am Thun, prince of the lion men. Hereditary enemies of the men of Mongo. If thou wilt accept me as thy friend, Earthman, I will gladly join thee against Ming the Merciless. Here's my hand on its entrance soon. Good. What is thy name, Earthman? I am called Flash Gordon upon the Earth, Your Highness. Call me soon, friend, and I will call thee Flash. Friend soon, you know how we can gain admittance to the palace that we may rescue Dale Arden? Come. I will show thee a secret way into the palace. Ah, good. The Emperor Ming is away pursuing my gyro fleet. We may be able to rescue the Earth Girl before Ming returns. Flash Gordon and his powerful newfound friend go first to the space gyro of Prince Thune, and there they gaze intently into the thought projector. 
in which they not only see Dale Arden a captive, but they also have revealed to them a secret way reading, leading to the throne room of the palace. The secret passage is known as the Tunnel of Terror because of the deadly beasts which lie within its gloomy walls. Fighting each step of the way, Flash and his new friend, Prince Soon, finally find themselves within the palace. A door with great steel bolts stands before them. Quick, Soon. This door must lead directly into the center of the palace. From my memory of the palace, I should say that beyond this door is the great throne room of the Emperor Ming. All right, then. Here we go. before us is the God of Death, which stands at the top of the altar steps, directly behind the throne of the Emperor. Listen, soon what's that? By the great God Tao, it is a royal wedding procession. Ming the Merciless is taking another bride. the giant idol topples over on the onrushing soldiers of Ming the Merciless, killing those in front and throwing into confusion the whole company. Flash Gordon and Prince Soon, with Dale between them, dash into the secret passage beneath the idol. The way becomes steeper. They slip and fall down, down, a hundred feet or more into a whirling underground river. They're swept along down a raging current and over a falls into a lake. With the powerful strokes of the champion swimmer, Flash sets out for the shore, towing Dale by the hair. They reach the shore, and as Flash reaches down to drag Dale to safety, she screams and disappears beneath the calm surface of the lake, clutched in two powerful green scaly arms. With no thought of his own safety, Flash Gordon dives to Dale's rescue and finds an adventure stranger than any which has gone before. Follow the thrilling adventures of Flash Gordon and Dale Arden each Sunday in your Hearst Sunday newspaper. You will find them graphically portrayed in full-colored pictures in the Comic Weekly. Only in the Comic Weekly can you follow the escapades of the Captain Yammer Kids, those perennial rascals, or thrill to the adventures of King of the Royal Mountains. Only in the Comic Weekly can you enjoy the good, clean fun of bringing up Father, Tilly the Toiler, Way Out West, The Little King, or in the language of his hillbilly friends, go clean catawampus over the bodacious goings-on of Barney Google. Your old friend Skippy and all his little pals are waiting for you in the Comic Weekly, along with Pinky, Molly, and Pat in their great adventure story, Radio Patrol. Then there is Ace Drummond, the Demon Aviator, Johnny Round the World, and many, many others. 
Be sure you get this big 32-page all-color comic weekly supplement with your copy of next Sunday's Hearst newspaper. And don't fail to listen again next week to the continuation of the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon and Dale Arden. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.